0: Hey everyone it's your dear pal Chris welcome to a brand new year of until you make it we are excited to be back and uh, we have big plans for the show starting off with this episode having our friend Ryan back to tell us all about what it's like to live in the beautiful city of Los Angeles Um, I don't know I'm laughing while I'm saying that it's it's good it's a good city and some exciting news too Um, hopefully a show will do soon I've reached out to mr. Patrick O'Sullivan better known by his handle, The Wandering DP, and he's agreed to come on the show. Mike and I are huge fans of his uh, over on YouTube, and he actually has his own podcast uh, called The Wandering DP, so maybe we'll get on his show (laughs) eventually. But um, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Cheers. check one two ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the show my name is dj chronopolis we are here exploding into 2022 anyway uh, what how did i end the last show i I think i ended the last show with uh well the last show was ryan leaving and and we blinked and he's back
1: (laughs)
2: yeah
0: um how's it been how are you Pretty good. Well,
2: I've also been here now three or four weeks. Did you do any drugs yet? Surprisingly, no. What do you mean, surprisingly? Not like you've done them before. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I with me, done, I haven't offered, been offered,
0: except in uh, when we went to Colorado. Oh no, I that, still wasn't, didn't do that wasn't you. That's right, you yeah. didn't even do them then. No, after all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, LA's been good. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, since the last episode, we had our big trip. Yeah. which Chris made it a fantastic film. That's right. Documenting and uh using his new camera that he uh bought.
0: We we even bought a gimbal in Kansas on the we way. We talked about the camera on that show. I yeah. you just got it. The well going to California was the first time I put that camera like to the real real test, yeah. you know? Like we used it to capture everything and then uh wound up making just a nice compilation documentary. But um yeah, it really showed it's like okay, This was definitely the right choice for the money, you know, for the camera, like the capabilities of this thing. I actually, I have a video coming out. I was going to say, you have a video coming out. All about it. Um, And we got to use it on two films, going to be using it on three now that that we're doing for a bunch of jobs too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I used it working, uh, working for those freelance gigs for Ryan's company. Yeah. And uh, your boss is freaking in love with the camera. (laughs) He's in love with you and the camera. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is, this is one thing I talk about in the video, we probably shot 45 minutes of content, maybe an hour. We did those long interviews, that's right, I forgot, so maybe it was an hour 20, and it filled up the 2 terabyte drive, which is normal. Yeah. It, they're uncompressed, raw 12-bit cinema DNGs, massive file sizes. Everyone that uses this camera, though, I don't know how this third-party tool kind of got introduced uh, with use of this camera, because it seems like they... Are independent of each other but there's a program called slim raw that is basically open source compression um analogous to something like uh r3d files like r3d files are technically a compressed or like RAW. BRAW raw is it or, or BRAW. raw yeah yeah um it's a nicely packaged uh form of raw which gives you three to one four to one five to one compression basically whatever you want um i use seven to one for the entire trip and just, just to make the file smaller. And you barely notice the difference, because they're still 12-bit. So, you're stripping away, like, data that's, like, almost invisible. So, once I got to know that workflow, I was like... Right. This is fantastic. Well, it still does take time. So it wasn't like my <laughs> But it boss takes was, an hour to render. Yeah, yeah, my boss
2: was like, all right, can you give us the files now? We're like, uh, we're gonna have to process these like overnight. Like it's not like a here you go, here's the footage type deal. It's like you really have to yeah. have time to
0: do the workflow. So for a tight turnaround, it might not be the best option. It's an interesting comparison. It's not a run and gun camera by right. any means, which right. is what I explore in the video is yeah. it's it's something that kind of has to fit your it it just happens to fit into what I need perfectly. Right. Which is kind of an all-around type good cinema camera, not a vlog camera, not a. You would almost think it was by the size of it. It's so tiny, man! Look at that thing. I mean, you got the lens on it, but literally, it's four, four and a half inches by two and a half inches. It's like almost what a credit card's a half by two and a half. It's like it's like a little longer than a credit card. Right. Like, are you fucking kidding me? For a full frame, like. It's incredible, man. Meanwhile, the black
2: so magic so... pocket isn't full frame and it's like double the size. Right, right. But it but does it different has... things. Yeah. It can do ProRes, it can do B roll It can do it has options for running gun yeah. So right. that's why you're compression,
0: you got audio ins, you got all kind all kinds of bells and whistles. This thing is kind of just like here's a box that can output really good stuff. That's it. If you do it in the right way. Right. <laughs> that's why I
1: love B roll so much.
0: Oh yeah. B is great, man. But anyway, you know, if you
2: had not found Slim Raw,
0: yeah. would it still be worth it? Almost not. It's like too. The files are just too big.
2: That's why probably most yeah. people
0: don't adopt it because
2: they're not savvy enough, or they're not—they don't want to put in the effort to use third-party
0: stuff yeah, just mean, to process their clips. Yeah, I can't remember how I yeah, found so. Slim Raw. Like I said, I don't understand how you could not use it. <laughs> right? So I mean, like because it works can? perfectly, and it has—well, as we found out, it has the tick box that has Premiere Pro compatibility checked in. So when you process them, but for some reason it only works on PC. Yeah. So you could see how it's it's a third party tool. You know, yeah. you can see how it's a third party tool. But for my workflow, it's like fantastic. Coming back to uh, going to, going to LA. Yeah. Meeting your your digital friends in real life. In real
2: life for the first time. Did you get catfished? No, I didn't. Well, it's a little different when you're on FaceTime every day. So Mod's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we actually did a podcast episode with my roommate, Mod, but t- sadly some technical issues and we couldn't really use it.
0: I ran a fucking beautiful setup in their backyard. It was, so nice. it was perfect. We had a great hour and a half conversation with Mod and Ryan. We kind of hodgepodge. I, I brought two mics with me. We used Josh's mic when we were out there. Stupid me. I had, my microphone is directional, I had it flipped backwards mm-hmm. when I was recording, so it was facing away from me. Like, you were speaking into the back of the mic. Oh, you're, if I show you the mic, you can't tell the difference between one's front and back, you have to look inside mm-hmm. to, like, make sure it's facing the right way, and I didn't fucking check, so yeah. my, my mic was chocked, and it just makes no sense to release, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess to just recap the past few months, so,
2: yeah, we took the trip. Chris stayed for a little bit and hung out with us. We tried to do a podcast and you know whatever, but um, it's been fun. A lot of the time was spent like so uh, you know setting up the house and decorating and getting furniture and kind of moving in fully. And it's a pretty big house that we found. It's like five bedroom, five and a half, four and a half baths. So and a back like ha- back house converted garage that we use for as a studio and a home theater and just multi purpose room. So there's a lot of space. And we're still trying to figure out ways to maximize it all. Um, but yeah, we have me, we have Cash Bunny. Uh, she's been out in LA for a bit. She kind of helped you know, organize this group and she started Edit Party, the Zoom community where we all kind of met. Mod, uh, he's from Toronto originally then was moving from Vancouver. And uh, Colin moved in in November. He's one of our first day Edit Party people. And he uh, left his job as an IT professional at his school to pursue FPV drone, uh, drone piloting and flying, which is
0: super cool and he's very good at it and it's very difficult to do. He, um, well, one of the first gigs he did out in LA was actually a shoot that he did uh, for promotion at the Hollywood Bowl. You know, he took off like the next day while, while I was there and when he came back, he showed us the footage. I mean, I didn't realize how, how good of a pilot this guy was until I saw this Hollywood Bowl footage. He must have gone through a gap in the slats of the entrance uh you know uh, what do they call it an overhang five six inch slats. He goes right between them on the first try with the confidence of someone i 've never seen.
2: no, Colin is incredible, and uh what's cool is because you know our our group now uh, you know the connections we've made is are spectacular, so you know cash had this shoot for for Microsoft that um she needed some help with drone work. She invited both Maude and Colin to come and help out on the shoot. I was back in Jersey, so I couldn't go. But um, Colin just did some Mavic stuff for her, just regular standard drone footage. And they didn't know who the FPV drone pilot was until maybe a few days before. And it was Johnny FPV, who is very well known as one of the first people to break into the FPV scene and make a big splash on like YouTube with millions of views now he works for major brands he just uh did fpv on that netflix movie that came out with the rock and uh, gal gadot and ryan reynolds oh, yeah, red notice uh, red notice he did all the fpv work in that wow and they worked with him for this microsoft so colin was working right alongside him and this was like the second week he
1: moved to la
0: yeah so, so he's already like he's doing out, like, cool best shit best yeah
1: ever. um wait Ryan, i have a question yeah so when you say stuff because you've been asked to help out on projects too yeah so when you say stuff like that what does that mean exactly from like a business standpoint is cash bunny how does she just bring these are These people just i mean they get hired as freelancers they get hired by cash or by microsoft and then how does uh, that uh
2: by her by cash oh okay so she's of like, her crew i guess she, yeah it's part of her crew and then like she has a budget and then she'll use that budget to bring on third-party help yeah gotcha so i helped out with some post work and then that was the same kind of situation Everyone in the group and that I've met in in L.A. is, like, so eager to help each other and collaborate. Um, And I just love that so much. And that's, like, the beauty of, like, now moving out there. And one of the reasons I wanted to was just to, like, work on really awesome things with awesome people. And so far, I've gotten to do that in small
0: amounts. Man, I just think it's so so cool, the environment you guys have. It's literally, like, a production studio, but you're all friends, you know? (laughs) And, you know, technically, you're all doing different things, but... It's all in the same uh, sphere, you know, you're all... Which is why we keep saying thing.
2: we have such an amazing team. I mean, like Cash is an amazing director, VFX artist, editor. Uh, Colin, obviously incredible via, uh, with FPV flying, and that's a major talent, and it's a rare talent right now. You know, Mod, he, uh he's a graphic designer, photographer, he has a great eye for stuff, and he's learning to do video as well. We have this really awesome team, and we're just sort of in the beginning stages of like, really harnessing the power of what we can do as a unit
0: and also all of our friends that are, don't live in the house too soon enough you're going to be able to brand your own like yeah like, oh and a house is coming like yeah. oh those guys like I mean, we, they're we, a powerhouse we, you know <laughs> yeah. huh, get a powerhouse yeah
2: yeah i mean we even we even did okay. kasha was hit up by this um local la barcade that works a lot of creators and uh they like comped us passes to like go and play the games but we actually said oh we have like an fpv drone pilot in our group And we can do like a fly through of the entire bar and they were like yeah sure whatever like no restrictions just do it so we show up and there's like eight or nine of us because they like just they just copped us all just because they want to get people in to make videos so we go in colin says the drone and we coordinate and choreograph like all these different positions in the bar so the drone starts it's from outside flies through the door goes up past the like opening sign goes down through, like, air hockey, goes to, like, me at the bar, and I I timed it out so I'm, like, getting a drink from the bartender (laughs) as the drone's flying past me. Um, But we sent, like, a first pass to the client. They loved it. So much so that they gave Cash, like, a pass for the entire year. (laughs) Oh, nice. To go and make videos for them. So it's there's a lot of opportunity. Wait, a pass to go and make videos? Uh, to go in whenever she wants to oh. make a video, yeah. <laughs> Dead, but get comp. But she could go in and get comped.
1: Yeah, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> you can come work for us whenever you yeah, want.
0: That's what I thought you were saying.
1: <laughs> there's a, I mean, here's I, a I, ticket. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> kind of what it is. It's like a deal. It's like, all right, well, you can come and play our games for free if you make us videos, yeah. like yeah, yeah. once in a while. So, um, there's a lot of opportunity for that in LA because their creator scene. Um, and sort of brand marketing brand ambassador scene has blown up and obviously brands want to be a part of it. There's just, it's a whole new world of, of marketing that I'm now being exposed to. And, uh, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of where exactly where I want to be, especially having the perspective of the agency side and sort of being in-house and now seeing the opposite end of it of, you know, the creator space and how people are now taking advantage of those, those jobs.
1: Are there any rivals to edit house? Is there a rival edit house? Not yet. (laughs) Uh, i mean you haven't found anybody we we always say we we try to be exactly the opposite of
2: the tiktok house and if you haven't seen the tiktok house it's like the cringiest thing ever it was like 20 of the 17 year old dancers like this was like two years ago living in this in this mega mansion but they left it like a shit shit hole like the kitchen was just snacks and takeout and garbage they didn't take out it was just a mess. And and literally TMZ is there doing a tour with them on. There's a whole 15 minute thing you can watch. And they didn't even clean up. They were like, yeah, like, there's garbage. You know, they just didn't give a shit. The All they do is dance around. They're like. They're like, yeah, we have a ring light in every room because people making videos for a while. We were only dancing in the bathroom because the lighting was good. And now, <laughs> but now we have ring lights everywhere.
0: Oh, right. Cause that, that solves everything.
2: <laughs> the funniest thing though. So I showed my house this video cause not everybody had seen it and we were dying. The best part, the best part is there's this kid, he's got his girlfriend there. He's not barely saying a word. He's like, yeah, you know, it's love being in this house, whatever. And like, it's like the dream house. Like I always wanted a dream editing setup. And he turned the camera pans oh God, to his desk, and it's like a um, 13-inch MacBook and like a regular old monitor. Like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is my my dream editing setup. He's got small dreams. Like that's it. Like I a very keep your dreams small. <laughs> and he, and he has like he had like security cameras set up in his room, like. Like a, uh, like a ring, you know, wireless camera. He's like, I don't want to miss a moment that could happen in the room, so I'm just always rolling.
1: Oh, my
0: God. But
2: it's not good footage, it's just like security camera. Violence. Oh, my God.
0: What is the mentality there? It sounds like Dennis
1: Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always rolling. I'm always... Oh, I, how did always he say that? Yeah. So we strive to be the exact opposite of the TikTok house. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah.
0: Yeah, how's the yeah. beach? I haven't really been to the beach. <laughs> How far is the beach?
1: Yeah, you're like a half hour?
0: Yeah. I'm like half hour. But it's LA a half hour. Yeah. So it's like oh. horrible. What are the, what are the,
1: uh, la la ladies like?
2: Well, you know, so big news. Oh. Well, not for me, but. Oh. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> not, not in that world. It could lead to. So, um. Oh, okay. This is interesting. We had somebody move out of the house and, uh, my cousin
1: is moving in for a couple months. Isn't this, is What? <laughs> No, I know we're from New Jersey, on, but not, not from South Jersey. <laughs> South Jersey. South Jersey? <laughs> what's going on in South
2: Jersey? <laughs> <you? laughs>
0: I wouldn't know. Uh, I mean, I mean uh, nothing that I can speak on, you know.
2: But my cousin's moving in, and uh, she's a lot of fun to go out with, and be she'll be my wing woman. So. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now you get it. <laughs>
1: It took you took so many steps to get there. Yeah, dude, you you gotta tell shorter stories. <laughs> Plus you <laughs> added in the part that oh she's a grade below me. Is that what you said? No. Oh we didn't
0: say that. Oh that's what I thought oh, I heard or something.
1: <laughs> oh. Anyway, oh, As your wingman. God,
0: that was so good, right? Yeah, no, she'd be a good wing woman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
2: that's gonna okay. be something new, something fun. Yeah, but I hadn't seen her in months because she was uh, a travel nurse in Hawaii. Wow. So uh, that's, that's now incredible. I'm going go to from not having seen her in like a year to like living with her. It's pretty wild.
0: I feel like I need like a to come down for a moment <laughs> <laughs> to like decompress from from that. It's <laughs> kind of like it's, it, and It's Always Sunny with the Brian Lefebvre, where he goes to the locker room and there's the little oh, Asian guy.
1: He's like, <laughs> you know, like, like, oh, all right. I got to switch gears here. Hang on. <laughs> what I was about to do,
2: I... all right <laughs> Yeah, my order of operations of telling a story needs to be worked on. Yeah,
0: just that one. You could put that uh, first.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's the recap. I yeah, mean, I, it's all been pretty great. Well, that's great, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. that sounded so disingenuous. I have a problem with that, man. A lot of times I sound sarcastic when I'm not. No, no, that's that's totally your ode to internet.
2: The the other podcast.
0: What other podcast?
2: Yeah, uh, what's the well, the two guys? The one guy sounds kind of silly. The internet people you just described every right. fucking podcast
0: dude the one
2: you watch i don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to watch. say <laughs> no joke What do they like talk about different like
0: like oh so uh, stuff you should know yes yeah, yeah. and the one guy is kind of like well that's great you know he has like that yeah yeah he edge. does he does yeah. uh josh yeah yeah josh and chuck well isn't that like weird you know <laughs> i love him man he's funny yeah
1: around right, i had a question for you about edit house yeah um work-life balance i would feel like there would be a lot of pressure living in a house like that. Well, first of all, what are you constantly working? What is your work life balance like there? What is kind of the vibe? Because, because like the perception, uh, I guess from from me is that you guys are always working. You guys, it's like it's 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 constant production. Everyone's always doing something at different times of the day. So, do you feel either an added pressure or an added motivation? to constantly be working and does that stress you out or put any kind of pressure on you that like you got to keep up with these guys so
2: not really i think um it does seem like we're always working but there's a lot mostly we're not we're just sort of like hanging out we watch a lot of netflix there's definitely times where there's like a crunch time where like there's someone has a big project um and everybody kind of helps out or something um but a lot of times the day to day it's just like i mean i still have my full-time job remotely so I'm attending to that. And sometimes that's not strictly like 10 to 6. Usually it's a little more flexible now where I have like some meetings during the day. And then I'll sort of work at night. Maude works uh, pretty standard hours for uh, a company based in Texas and has some other clients. Um, Cash is more project-based. So I have like a big project where she works a lot of hours like in a week. And then she has takes the time off. And then Colin is still doing some work for his IT firm. And then now you know, growing his drone business. So it hasn't been this like, we're always working, we're always on top of each other. Um, It's been like really, really chill, really, really nice too. Um, So it's kind of on my own thing and to just make sure I stay on track with my, you know, my responsibilities and other projects I might take. I think my work-life balance is, I could have a better schedule for sure. I think there is, because there's not really like a 10 to six, go to the office, come back. It doesn't really... Uh, encourage me to like follow a strict schedule and sometimes that's not great for my health <laughs> but you're preaching in the choir <laughs> but i think everyone's feeling that right now when they're not going to an office and they can kind of work off hours it's like you're always working and you're always not working at the same time right you're always on when you need when to be
1: getting off yeah <laughs> be as lazy as you want and as productive as you want
2: right sometimes sometimes i'm really lazy and then sometimes when i'm at my deadline i'm like now i'm gonna work until 4 a.m not because i have to because I like chose to in a way right i started
0: drinking yeah Yo, you know what was- i started <laughs> drinking <laughs> i don't i don't know how you cope but i started drinking i, started drinking, I personally find it very relaxing <laughs> <laughs> no what's funny is i drink coffee pretty much every day at work regular caffeinated usually cold brews when you're caffeinated and then when i stopped going to the office four or five months ago i stopped drinking coffee because i not need coffee anymore (laughs) because i was getting the correct amount of sleep
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. um you know i feel like you need to get a booster because you're
0: just naturally yeah well now the thing is when i when i go have a coffee it like it works better now so my tolerance was i don't know if that's a real thing it is was like oh my god the coffee works again i don't have much caffeine anymore just because
2: dietary reasons like it just doesn't Processing my body well.
0: Wonder if there's a, uh, is there something else that's like a stimulant? You could try smoking. Red Red Bull, <laughs> energy drink. No, no, like no. Oh, caffeine. not caffeine. Oh, just like sugar. <laughs> Have you tried crack? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: No.
1: You guys didn't see Spider Man, did you? Heard it it's very, very good. Though. It is very. I saw it twice. I heard The Matrix is terrible.
0: I heard mm. that, too. It's kind of disappointing. I know you're massively disappointed if that's Very the case. Very disappointed. Yeah. So you saw it. Wait, why'd you, see, why'd you see Spider-Man twice and not The Matrix? Because uh, I heard it was so bad. All right, well, we should go. To go see it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can come over and watch it. Why, uh, is it on HBO or something? Yeah, it's on HBO. We have to uh, set aside a Cowboy Bebop night, too. Oh,
1: right. Yes, with James mm. to uh, go through the season. Yeah. Which, again... I heard some people actually really liked it. I heard episode yeah. one is a banger. Episode one's very good, apparently. Right, right.
0: That's the only like uh, everyone kind of agrees. I would said a while ago to to Mike about uh, possibly trying to do a, a Bebop style short, yeah, or like a little fan film because there that w- there cool. weren't many out before Netflix. That, was, you were before Netflix. Yeah. Oh, because it was animated, right? Yeah, it's an it's an animated show from the nineties. I think it's from the nineties. Yeah, it's a is it anime style. Yeah, yeah, it's like a straight up straight up Japanese. i sure it's nineties. The nineties are very early two thousand. Yeah. Um yeah, very stylistic show. Stylistic action um in particular. I feel like live action never really does anime justice. Well, it's because you it's the translation of media. Yeah, it's just not gonna it's So work. much gets literally lost in translation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Between mediums. And and fan bases get really upset about it. But you wouldn't know that from the trailer that we talked about. No. They had a really awesome trailer that looked
1: like they actually... Which I've, I don't know if I've ever really seen before. Let's watch it. It appears right. that they actually shot this trailer. Like, everything they shot was for the trailer. Like it, was, it was actually an original trailer, not just footage from the show. Which made it very unique and cool. Uh, Pretty sure it's that second that's one. That's the second
0: one, yeah, with the panels. Yeah. Wow. Isn't right? that Right? come on man that's like some of the sickest shit i've seen in a while (laughs) so anyway you know not not to say we would have like had a lot of similar ideas but this is what we would have gone for the stylistic action yeah really deliberate camera moves and really deliberate uh action so anyway i saw that and that, that got me massively excited yeah i was like oh my god it's so good like, that was well received that whole thing. <laughs> it's like what who thought of that yeah so good it is
1: one of the most creative trailers i've ever seen because it looks like it, it, the, you can't tell me that was like pulled from the footage right and no. put from the show I mean, That was all intentional it was so intentional
0: yeah 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 no you can't you, know? you can't do that can't do without that. shooting it um ah oh, yeah so yeah so i guess everyone saw that and was like fuck yes let's do it and then the show wasn't anything like that yeah i don't but we haven't watched it. i we don't, watched can't it. I don't speak know. on it so we're, right. we're gonna watch it eventually yeah um, consensus james had watched the show you know when he was a teenager but i i never got around to it i only watched it uh last year when james told me about it because i started watching space dandy which oh. i still haven't, we still haven't watched. we should we could watch them back to back i haven't watched because space. i turned james on the space dandy and he was like this feels like Cowboy Bebop, which I had always known about, but I never watched it. Come to find out, same creator. <laughs> hmm. Did, did uh, Cowboy Bebop first, then did uh, Space Dandy. Wow. What's the other one on Netflix? That Arcane? About? Arcane, yeah. the
1: animation style for that? Mm-hmm. Is I
0: know, I've heard it. It's well, like Into the Spider-Verse. Have you seen the Star Wars thing yet? Because I haven't seen that either, and I've been meaning to do Eclipse? that. Uh, yeah, is that what it's called? The, the, an, the, the animated? The, yeah, that's the kind of an anthology record? with like, all different animation styles.
1: Oh, 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 Visions. Oh, Visions. Visions. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? I saw, I watched every uh, uh, fight scene from it. There's <laughs> a nice it was, compilation video. that had all the fights.
0: Cool, right? It, I, think I, was, I think I watched the same thing, yeah. Especially the, the samurai guy. Samurai-esque ones were really Oh, cool. man. Yeah, you must love those. You know what's not cool? Episode
1: one of Boba Fett. Is that out? Yeah, it's out. Not great? Epi- the first, I don't know about episode two, because It just came out last night. Episode one was the most boring thing i've ever watched but didn't you feel that about the mandalorian season two season two i didn't like as much because it had a lot of filler there's a lot of filler episodes that didn't feel like they meant anything and they felt very out of character sometimes for the character and then my problem with season two is that they introduced a lot of like star wars characters from like the animated show or from this or that their characters did one thing like they served their little purpose each one of them has their own spinoff show. That's the, that was like the greater scheme of it. If you can look at the bigger picture of like, oh, they just put them in the show so that people could see them so that now we can go make a spinoff show about them. It's like, oh, so they actually didn't even mean anything to the show. You just use the opportunity. Season one is amazing. Season two, I think, just has some problems. But Boba Fett, episode one, oh my God, that was terrible. That was some of the worst... <laughs> Star Wars, anything, just like TV show. That was the most boring thing I've ever seen.
0: Mm. It sucks. <laughs> two words, people. You heard it here first. Hey, I don't know
1: about the whole show. I don't want to judge the entire show on what one episode. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez, who made Spy Kids. No. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's just, so weird, campy. It was like literally just as campy as Spy Kids. Some of the shot selections and these wide shots and these medium-wides and these full shots, they looked like if you shot them in an empty stage, it would have looked better. Whatever the whatever the heck that was, uh, it was just so poor. The whole thing was it's just oh, so un uncreative. the The cinematography was boring. Every, all the shots were the CGI was bad. The green screen was terrible. It Looks like, looks like they did not shoot in the volume. Right. They shot the Mandalorian like the opposite
0: on. of the Mandalorian. Yeah, the opposite.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Huh. It made no sense. <laughs> what was cool was uh, Denzel Washington's Macbeth. Went to the oh, city to I go see know. that. Wow, that was incredibly well done that was all in black and white that was really cool because every set every scene looked like it you were watching a play but like a play that had the best set you've ever seen right (laughs) but the world almost like felt that way intentionally like it looks like they shot in a giant studio but at the same time like using vfx and using some background replacement and using some some other kind of like CGI stuff, but it made it. But it made it feel so contained, like as if you, as if you were watching a play. And some of the sets were so simple, format, and the lighting sometimes was very simple. And the performances were beautiful. That so you just like sucked in the you world. Got, you got sucked. It was very. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I got sucked. I did sucking. You know, we, we everyone got sucked. Who was there? You just got. It was
0: visually, visually, visually sucked. Visually sucked. I gonna mean, guess
2: using that. Yeah.
0: My eyes got sucked off. Oh, this new film—it'll suck your eyes off. <laughs> <laughs> people probably said that about Dune. Dune. <laughs> yeah, I never saw it yet. You didn't go see Dune? No. That's awesome. See, I yeah. think. Uh, well, we had a conversation when we we saw Dune. Was like we think the people, We uh, you liked it, right? I liked I mean, it. I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was like the best thing I've ever seen. Mm. Yeah. Like I didn't think it was the new Star Wars but apparently if you're a fan of dune it is the new star wars <laughs> yeah because it, apparently they did just a really good job adapting and like creating all the visuals and shit i mean i thought knowing nothing i think they did a good job making like giving you an understanding of what was going on i had to have a couple things explained to me but afterwards I, I pretty much got the you know i think you got the gist the whole time afterwards i loved i, do- I dove into the lore yeah me too me too it was that yeah i started watching explainer videos and you go okay this all makes a little more sense and you and you get even more of like the value of like what they were showing which was cool
1: if i think of doing i think of uh the shots of like the giant ship but just the giant ships like landing gear yeah landing it was like the little details of these massive structures that they would take the time and have these shots just hold on them but for some reason, those are the things that kind of stick, stuck with me. Like that's, and then it's like just one shot just holds for like 15 seconds. Yeah, it's oh, just really, body. really good production design. You pick right. up on those small details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sound design was, too was amazing yeah. too.
2: Well, Corridor did a video comparing Dune VFX now to the original from the 80s or something. It was the weird one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like they said, they were really impressed by the, the VFX of the um, the oh, wing yeah, flapping. Because yes. like, it's like oh, a dragonfly, but they said like the way that it animates is so realistic, and like that takes a lot of R&D to get right, especially the the motion blur of it. Um, That was something interesting. So they put a lot of care into it. Only Ren would fucking
0: dig I into that, that shit. <laughs> That's
2: why I identify as Ren. Yeah. You're Ren type. Yeah.
1: Detail oriented. Yeah. You're like Nico.
0: Yeah. Big picture. Aww. I'm like Clint. Yeah. Which Corridor crew member are you? <laughs> yeah, take take this take quiz. The quiz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they should yeah. do that, man.
2: That I is think, funny. I think our 2022 goal should get be to get Ren on the show. Dude,
0: that would be insane. Well, who did we... Weren't we just saying... Yeah, oh, had, we were talking about had for had Sabre Sabre Comp. Yeah. Getting some people from Corridor. Yeah. Antoine got to meet and is now
1: friends with uh, Guy DeSilva, who's oh, yeah. on uh, Stuntman React. Yeah. Who's also friends with Amy. So we have... Guy and Amy are both confirmed confirmed yeses for judging, um, judging for saber cup and oh. so are you gonna enter again now
0: yeah enter yeah. this year this is our yeah we have our big big idea planned right now yep. which we're not sure what it really is yet. you don't know what it is yet is it still gonna involve yeah, travel probably possibly
1: well there's a travel idea one to do Just how feasible is it we're gonna collaborate with jeff and do something but that's not like the main thing we wanted to do my boy jeff The first time I showed uh, my friend Austin, who I became friends with this year, who's like really into doing video and wants to do narrative and short films and stuff like that, and he's been he's came along with us a few times for uh, for some you know PA work, just like some helping out, whatever. First time I showed him, or he saw Apex uh, before, he, uh, before he met us. He was like, "Dude, I, I don't know if you realize you, like, you could sh- like have you shown this to people. Yeah, you could show awesome. this to anybody, yeah. and they'll want to work with you." work for you with you or you know want you to do their thing or something like
2: i i I met somebody a a friend of a friend out there that i showed it to him and he was like dude like i shoot like music videos with major artists they would love to do something in this style and uh i could like fly out to some crazy place to do it like there's budget for this so that's like that's gonna be my role is just selling you guys as much as i get us out there (laughs) because uh people want new stuff People want like that. Yeah.
0: Like style. unique
2: stuff. Right. Yeah.
0: That is done really well. But they
1: want your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the influencer. That's
2: and that, and know, that's or, exactly like, like that. It's like this creator. new world of brands wanting to harness the power and creativity of independent artists. And we're going to be in the same boat. You guys
1: are going to, you guys are doing it. So uh, it's just being proactive about showing it off, making the connections. And I don't know about how you feel, Chris, but like once we finish a project we're so sometimes i think we get so ingrained in like all right what's next
0: we're better about that now like i have a whole i, have, I mean especially since i have focused more on our channel of doing the behind the scenes work yeah. too so we're starting to get some good comments and people well yeah i just i get to dig into that more and then it gives me a chance to reflect and then send those clips out to socials and other people, and say, "Hey, have you seen how how we made this thing?" You know. Yes. So I think that has definitely helped. And then we're we have to go on our on a binge of because we want to send that out to festivals. Yes. Yeah, and we want we just want more people to see it. Of course, right? I mean that's yeah. why you make movies. That's why I make them, yeah. right? I share them. Yeah. So. So, so that's the idea. So, yeah, we're super happy about all the stuff that we're doing it's gonna here. it going be a hell of a year. I look forward. Yeah, to this. I mean, look at how the how much the gear wall is growing. This this room,
2: this studio that you've built. I in just your got house, another rack too. It's crazy. It, it like I come back
0: three months and I'm like, yeah. holy crap! It looks so good in here. Like it's <laughs> dude. It's I love this space now, man. Yeah. I don't know what to do with the man cow chain.
1: The oh chain. yeah, I was staring at it the whole time. I forgot that it was from Mancow. He was wearing a chain. Dan, yeah, yeah, Dan yeah Dan he was, was wearing, wearing
0: a chain, chain. dude. Did... It's a <laughs> feel the chain. It's fucking heavy. Where's that from, man? Hey, James just got it from Home Depot.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. He stopped at Home Depot to get chain and something else too. <laughs> Dan wore it oh around his god. neck. Oh my god! Holy <laughs> sh! The whole night. Oh, that's so heavy. Wrapped it around his neck. <laughs> god. Jackie showed Mancow to. uh her friend anthony who's like he's like a writer and editor and guy you know he's a cool dude he's like art aren't cows female what they're both no i'm pretty sure all cows are female bulls are male how would they bulls are Uh, male cows are female (laughs) man bull
0: (laughs) that's what you're gonna point out about
1: this fucking well it's interesting because he said it's he and like i've heard from other people too like
0: well no it's really it's, it's,
1: it's out there People thought people think that we were like high when we wrote it or made it or like they don't get it at I mean, first. Agree with that. Jackie didn't Jackie actually which that was funny, but she thought it was more funny like the second or third time you watch it because it's like too much there's too much going, go, on. going on that you can't <laughs> after you watch it you can't process it and then you gotta go back and then you then you pick up on the stuff that was like funny or yeah.
0: things like that. Or it becomes funnier. I like it. The second time. Oh, no. Time. Yeah, my mom said she definitely enjoyed it more the second time she watched it. Yeah. I saw the really, showed my family. I don't so. know if it's a good thing or a
1: bad thing, but... I think it's cool, because that's like the show that I watch on Netflix, I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. With Tim Robinson. It's like... Which is hit or miss. Like, I don't really like the humor. It's hit or miss. Yeah. That's how I felt the first time I watched it, though. Yeah. Second time, you like third time, fourth time. Yeah. You start you start <laughs> quoting it in real
0: life to your, to people, it becomes... Freaking hilarious. I mean, I was quoting Man Cat right after. I mean, (laughs) almond and oat. (laughs) Somehow, dude, I'm glad we were able to weave in that line because it's everybody's favorite line. We wanted to find a way to use it. I had it like literally in a pile of like lines I wanted to use for the longest time. And we found a way to wove it in. It's everybody's favorite part. It's just so funny. Well, <laughs> you, but you also it's repeat, why you said it. You also repeat it like six. Well, times. I made him repeat it. Yeah, in the edit. That was our idea to get that section to flow. Yeah. So I mean,
2: it's wow. it's memorable because it's repeated yeah. so much, and then you zoom in on like three times, like oat, oat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the the. Like I said, at the at the end of the day, no matter whatever anyone thinks about it, is like you can't say you've seen this before. No. <laughs> right. That's yeah. and that's always our fucking goal. Or yeah. was it entertaining? You no. cannot say you, that you've you seen, seen, seen this before. Yeah, yeah. No, and you watch the whole original. thing.
1: You couldn't take your eyes off of it. <laughs> no, you know, what the hell? Where is this going? Like,
0: I have no idea what's going. We got on a there. funny comment uh, from a guy that runs a practical effects oh, yeah, channel yeah. did i tell you yeah, yeah i saw it did yeah I, oh, oh well you missed this up well i want his channel he does really cool work where he makes like all these masks and works with latex and shit um so that i commented on one of his videos and i was yeah. like yo D, you do a good job on your channel man thanks for the thanks for watching our video and he said something maybe like man cow forever or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. he really liked it he thought it was hilarious
2: i had i showed uh a few people in edit party and this one girl who i've only been talking to for like a week on it you know i'm just met her and she's down in Texas, and she's like going to this event, sending me videos of cows. It's <laughs> man cows, literally DMing me like videos of cows because she was like, "Oh my god, it's so funny." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. man girl Yeah, give it time. We'll we'll keep sending it out. We'll we'll slap some uh festival yeah, things in the uh, thumbnail. Yes. We'll get more and more. I found a lot.
1: I found seventeen festivals that have a dark comedy like category yeah, you can enter yeah. into figure dark comedy is like it's kind of pretty it accurate yeah
2: <laughs> original song best original best song
0: best original
1: song. that'd be cool yeah
0: that is funny if there was ever a category right <laughs>
1: probably is i just gotta search it yeah sure yeah there isn't yeah
0: that's funny man <laughs> man cow ever shooting again this saturday not for man cow but uh this idea i really like yeah ryan you this is what i was talking about before yeah. we shooting saturday
1: I'd say it's very, it's a very simple story of two siblings uh, cleaning up Christmas, cleaning Mm -hmm. up the decorations, and they, they fight over the last cookie, Mm -hmm. the last
0: Christmas cookie. I was thinking, Mike. Actually, (laughs) I meant
1: actually. Actually, I don't want to do it anymore. I actually, now that I heard you explain it, I actually don't want to be involved anymore. I'm out. I I know I said I was excited about it, but. I didn't know you guys were siblings. I thought it was... I'm out.
0: Uh, no, I was...
1: <laughs> I'm out. I'm out.
0: Out. For that reason, I'm out. <laughs> Dude, we say that all the time. I know. Well, we talked about it on the, on the last episode of the podcast. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it before, and uh, wouldn't it actually make more sense if you were... I know you said you liked it because they were taking down the decorations, but it probably makes more sense if they're putting up decorations and fighting over the last Christmas cookie. So, my idea of what I was in
1: favor of was that we were wrapping presents. Okay. Um, Natalie want, wanted to do this whole like it's the end of Christmas. The, you know, the characters are kind of up, upset. So there's there's that kind of fuels like there's a the
0: tension in the air around Christmas.
1: Well, because Christmas is over. Oh no! So there's a tension of the they're sad putting the things away. It's the last cookie, so there's a lot of like pent up. Like, I don't want this to be over. There, but I don't know if any of that. I don't think any of that will come through us. I don't know if it will. I mean, talk about things you haven't seen before. Who makes a after Christmas movie?
2: <laughs> <That's true. laughs> so, so one person says to you, like, hey, uh,
0: do you want the leftover?
1: Cookie? No, no audio. No, right. no. Uh,
0: what? We don't do dialogue. Remember, no, there's no dialogue. It's one of the three uh, pillars of Helium Trail Studios. <laughs> no
1: circles, no dialogue, no flashbacks. <laughs> What do we know dialogue there's always dialogue happy christmas music crappy you know, christmas music uh, happy christmas Wrapping Cra- <laughs> christmas music it's you know it's a good time you know we were devouring these cookies and there's one left ah well we'll talk about it so how does the fight happen you both reach for oh, the tupperware okay. <laughs> have you ever when you were a kid after you're wrapping presents with with the wrapping paper have you ever took that cardboard tube and started swinging it around
2: tubes. oh no i would do a trumpet
0: that's freaking nerd it
1: was called it it was called a do do do
0: yeah he's the nerd <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs>
1: freaking nerd well anyway us cool kids we would fight with them as lightsabers and we'd bash them and uh, you know or i used to draw with crayon and color the entire oh, tube a as a lightsaber yeah so are you putting a glow on the tube no, so once they transition, it's the same lightsabers we use for Apex. Oh, like, They're real lightsabers, like, like
0: yeah, it's imagination. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you got it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think it'll resonate with people. Oh, of- so it's very, it's very cute. It, it's like wholesome. Yeah, it's very Hallmarky. Um- Hallmarky. <laughs> <laughs> be- no, just kidding. Nobody. Uh... I don't know what's a Hallmark stereotype. <laughs> it's the same movie uh- over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, they
2: can't get home for Christmas. <laughs> what if their husband picks them up in Alaska?
1: that's it, the twist in an all new holiday <laughs> class but, but the plane has a, a layover christmas in the air
0: but the plane crashes oh <laughs>
1: that's not Hallmark. it's not hallmarky but but they all survived it's different planes <laughs> <laughs> oh so it makes it better yeah. oh, it wasn't your oh it wasn't your plane. Oh, it wasn't you your plane. home <laughs> and then they never <laughs> <you> never <laughs> talk about you it again dead. no just those
0: other people Just those other dead. like 100 people no, a small jet small jet yeah. uh it's 12 people
1: as, oh it's tiny Nobody was flying that day.
0: Oh, that's why they crashed. Nobody was flying. <laughs> they all got in, and it's, they
1: still took it off. Who took it off? Who took off the plane? The people.
0: <laughs> I gotta get home for Christmas. Oh. I've been on a binge lately. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? Oh, yes. About Airplane about
2: crash documentaries. Oh, good thing you're about to go on a 20-hour flight. <laughs>
0: Uh, it actually it makes you feel better about but what flying oh because of how rare they are so here, here's the point that somebody told me about plane crashes that made me really think about it's like the reason why you hear about plane crashes is because they are rare right the reason you don't hear about car crashes is because they happen every goddamn day and a lot of people die but it's a huge freaking deal When a plane goes down and they don't know why. And these documentaries literally go through like, there are organizations dedicated to finding out why this shit happens. And they go on year long, especially when if something happens, it goes down the ocean. It could take five years, it could take 10 years. They fucking go down and get the shit and they find out what happened and make sure it never happens again. That's one you're
1: saying about something that happened in the 80s of like two planes that end up colliding, right? But like now they have the technology in place. like that kind of shit would never ever ever happen again but it happened once yep but then never since
0: and and the way it happened was so fucking crazy it was basically two different standards of systems it was the same system built in two different countries that were different codes one operated the certain way and one operated the opposite basically one plane one plane's warning system that told them an aircraft was near them told them to go up Uh and the other one told them to go down as an avoidance and they fucking crashed. But the only reason they were so close in the first place was because of this other weird error that happened on air traffic controls part. Uh, So anyway, they're they're really good documentaries on this, on this YouTube channel. I, I personally just like all of the reenactments they do of the pilots. They're really good. They're good. They're really good. No, like they, the acting actually isn't terrible. And, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a, uh, morbid curiosity type thing yeah <laughs> of like watching people as they like are trying to not die <laughs> it's only been like what a hundred years yeah Since we learned how to fly that's it yeah since man learned
2: to graze the skies of gold and we put big metal objects with 200 people
1: on in the air for yeah. hours it was just crazy how fast it. now progressing so
0: quickly. yeah what do you think it's gonna be like in like another hundred years right I, yeah exactly That's so weird how much we're not going to be around for. Yeah.
2: Like, I think I was saying the other day, we we're only going to live to, like, 2090. Really?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not, maybe not even that. Starting to feel a little mortal over there, Mike? <laughs> I mean, I'll be 120, 2095. You'll be 100. If you get to the year 3,000, you'll get to sing that song. 3,000?
1: You mean yeah. 20... No, just 2,100. I know, but if you were to get to the year 3,000, you'd yeah, be able
0: to sing the song. Possible. What song? Yes, I've been to the year 3000. 3,000. It's the Jonas Brothers. Uh, From back in the day. Yeah. Well, that'd be cool. Did you guys see uh, Don't Look Up on Netflix? Uh, yeah. Don't Look Up. What yeah, is that? It. It's
2: uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, a ton of people. And uh, it's, a, it's a parody about real life. The only premise I'll say is basically um, Leo and Jennifer play uh, scientists that discover a comet that's headed directly towards Earth. And when they try to start telling people about it, like the media and the president, they just don't give a shit. I know what happens in the movie. I just haven't seen it. They, they have like six months to live, but like nobody will believe them. That's funny. And it gets, oh, man, the parallels to COVID are unbelievable. Well, really? They, well, and and they, they didn't even write it for COVID. They, they wrote it they about, they wrote about global warming.
1: That's funny. They wrote about global warming, but then during production, COVID happened. And yeah. they did. They, they changed did it a Did they intentionally bit? Bit. A lot a lot lean
0: into some stuff?
1: Like the best part of the movie is
2: they, <laughs> there's literally like, like uh, different political campaigns called Don't Look Up. Meaning, like, literally, the comet is right there in the sky. You can see it coming towards Earth, and people are saying, "Don't look up! Don't look up!" Like, it's not coming. That's
1: so oh, good. Right? But then, like, the Democrats are saying, "Like, look up! Look up! Look oh, yeah. up!" Yeah. Ariana Grande sings a whole song, sings about a song about it, song called "Just Look Up." She improvised. She improvised it? Are you kidding me? Yeah, she wrote that. She improvised it. She like dressed, dressed as a, co- a comet. <laughs> no way,
0: dude! Yeah. It's so good.
2: And then there's like a rap. It's like it's like a benefit concert for the comet to to for the for people to believe in the it's comet. So yeah, because nobody will believe that it's actually coming even though it's right there in the sky. It's good.
1: Probably. I recommend seeing also Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom.
2: Oh, I've been and looking at that about it. the guy that wrote uh, In the Heights or not In the Heights. Mm-hmm. That was, that was um, Manuel Miranda. Um, he, he directed it. He directed this movie. This movie. Starring Andrew Garfield.
1: Amazing. He's he's freaking amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh. Hey, Andrew Garfield. You got a movie to recommend? Close this out. What have I seen recently? I really haven't seen a lot nah I can't think, can't think of one off the top of my head we just make them we don't watch them yeah, yeah We, make, we make honestly them. lately I really just do make stuff and not it's good. watch things good.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: that's the goal 2022
0: and that about wraps this one up folks thanks for listening and uh, actually funny story uh, while I was editing this podcast I heard us talking about that movie, uh, Don't Look Up. And after I finished editing, I watched the whole movie, and I gotta say, it was pretty much just as good as Ryan was talking about. It was really funny. And, uh, yeah, the parallels to, uh, to COVID were pretty funny, too. So definitely recommend that to anyone who hasn't seen it. But until next time, I'm Chris. Don't stop until you make it, and, uh, take it easy. Those two phrases actually don't go together that well. (laughs) Just like grind super hard, but also relax every once in a while For more content check out helium turtle studios on YouTube where we post our short films video tutorials and behind the scenes